everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty video games and turn them into the next AAA titles. I am one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. Blake Rea, thank you so much for joining me today. I've heard that you have a big catch for me today. I heard oh. that you went out and you did your homework. I did, you went out I and did. you were in the sticky, sticky swamps finding all sorts of little wiggly guys. Tell me yeah. about your adventures in so, Dredge. So last week we were talking about Dredge, and I, and, or I think I opened the episode with it or took a side, side I don't know, a time is an illusion. But uh, I beat it, and I was kind of surprised because I was figuring that this, this was going to be a game I was going to chew on for like a couple of months. But I was surprised to see that it's a pretty like tight little story adventure, and... I, you couldn't have said anything else to make me more excited about this game. That's that's it. If I it's, it's a tight little adventure, that's well, exactly my style. It's just it's the outline of it is I mean the the core gameplay is is that um you start off in like the center of this open world and you are given a task to go to the surrounding islands and solve like the little problem that is at that island to get a Lovecraftian relic to bring back to your spawn area. And as you do these things, the story unfolds. Why you're looking for these relics? It's it's really cool. I I it's I, I don't really have anything funny to say about it, but I, I I will say it's just like if you want like a fun little Lovecraftian experience, definitely check it out. I I wasn't like wowed by it, but it was like a game that really commanded like it demanded attention and demanded like kind of marinating in its story because the story is very nuanced. Um, and I found out, like, I beat the game initially, and then I'm like, hey, did, I feel like I'm missing something, and then I found out, like, I completely missed some of the story section, so it is possible to not now, get the whole picture missed, when you when you say do you mean went around it, or missed it as in you were, like, hey, just half asleep while playing it? It, no, it is, like, it's, so the way the, there's two endings to the game, and you don't get the full story of what happened unless you... I'd play both endings and but the game makes it really easy for you to play both endings because like right before you go into the final sequence it save states so you can like actually go back and then then try out the other endings or do any of the things related to the second the the, the other ending uh, which is really clever like i think that's really cool because it shows that they value people's time and value like just like getting the whole picture of the story it's cool is it like is Could it you exactly take me take me back a little bit because here's no, my sorry. question for you is the pull to this game the art direction and story or is it the gameplay loop and speaking to the gameplay loop what was the gameplay loop so the the gameplay loop was really satisfying so you're a, just a fisherman uh who spawned into this world without memory so that everybody's like hey just start fishing so you can <laughs> so you can start uh you have like don't you ask start questions <laughs> just start fishing you start the game with like a slow ass boat with that has minimal like storage capacity and uh, a basic uh, fishing hook. As the game progresses, you can buy upgrades for your equipment, so you can get different like uh, different fishing equipment that allows you to like go to uh, different like fishing levels, like you know abyssal, hadal, uh, you know coastal, shallows, mangrove. Uh, and then you also like can upgrade the speed of your boat, its abilities, how long it can uh, it can stay out at night, things like that. Um, yeah, it's just it's just it's just that's it. <laughs> that's really it's really simple gameplay, and that was kind of nice because so much of the game is like just going from new area to new area, and then just solving kind of like area puzzles. I guess I don't know it. It, it this is the weird thing about it is like I don't really feel like. I experienced anything super new with this game, but I'm happy I played it. You know what I mean? Speaking of not experiencing anything new, but glad you're going back for it. I've been going back and playing Inscription again. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because you're taking a friend through it, right? Yes, uh, my partner's playing through Inscription for the first time. And Sweet. they listen to the show, so I don't want to talk too much about it. 
But man, oh man, oh man, that feel game sure is good. It's such a fun game to come back to and to replay and like to watch the to watch and experience those puzzles again. Uh, because the description for those that don't remember, it is a card game where you are sitting at a table and you're playing a little roguelike deck builder. But at any moment, you can stand up from the table and play a little escape room in a cabin. As you get better at the card game, you start to get more and more clues about what to do in the escape room part of the game. Yeah. And it's just such a satisfying back and forth game. And when it starts to reveal what it is that inscription actually is, it's very satisfying. And it's cool to watch the gears turn in somebody else's head. Because mm-hmm. when I played through it, I got to experience it on the couch with two other friends. Yeah. So seeing somebody try to like put everything together on their own has been a real joy. It's a little bit like it's a little bit maddening because there's definitely parts where I'm like isn't that crazy? Don't you think it's crazy that you saw this? We should investigate. But my partner is just having so much fun with the card game itself. So they'll just be like, that's weird. Anyway, I'm playing the fun little game now. <laughs> Which is really charming and just speaks to how good Inscription is as a mm-hmm. game itself. Oh, totally. It's like it, it, there's so much variety in it that it, it the reasons people play it are so varied. It's not just like the one mechanic. It's like because because I right. believe when when that game opened up, you dropped it almost, didn't you? <laughs> um, <laughs> when that uh, game revealed what it did, it said, "Check this out, Blake." I did. This drop is inscription. It. I did. And you were drop like, it. I don't want this. I this did sucks. drop it, and Take I kind of back. I kind of feel bad because I, I again I don't want to do spoilers or anything, but there are the game is goes places and. I kind of like once it went to that place, I'm like, oh, I I wanted this game to be something else. And I, I just was like, I didn't. It's not that it's bad. It's just it's not. I was just I was just like yeah, kind of disappointed because I was hours like, in the escape room. And so yeah. once you the escape room as any escape room has an end to it. Yeah. And once you've done that, the game reveals reveals more about itself and that changes the game Hi, question for you and i don't think this is spoilery how so that you know where i stopped playing um yes how much more game was there like Blake, how, that is that is the third point of the game that really you are that was one the, third through the game that was one third of the game yes jesus christ uh, i mean i maybe i gotta go back and play this game because Fuck, I do really love the first... I'm so bummed. I really love the first <laughs> section of Inscription, where it's just it's just spooky. Well, Here's a guy wearing changing out masks, and he's all kooky, and he's, like, going to stab your cards if you if you play wrong. Like, it just had such good ambiance, and then we left that, and I'm like, aw. <laughs> it's, now it's if like... If you, dear listener, would like to experience Inscription, it is my 2021 Game of the Year. Yeah, that came out at the end of ago. 2021. That's yeah. my 2021 Game of the Year. AJ Hart seal of approval. Please go back and play it, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. All right, speaking of games, you and I should jump in and make our own. Because that's kind of what we do here. We take video game submissions from our dear audience, and we turn them into games that should not be made. AJ, do you want the first submission, or do you want me to do, do the first I submission? do, I do. I do want to do the first oh, submission, sure, because sure, sure, I'm sure. worried that you're going to take this one from oh, me. okay. <laughs> go ahead. This comes from Alley Cat on Twitter, at Millennium Hoo-ha. Game where you take wacky, fun, and challenging platforming <laughs> levels and make them OSHA compliant. I was going to take this one. I was, in fact, I know going you to use were. this one. <laughs> okay, I love this. I love it. You know what my point is? Do you have a point of contact game for this? Because I, I do have one that is somewhat similar, but not at all, actually. I know um, a game that is the opposite of this, and so which is Ultimate Chicken Horse, a very That's... good side-scroller party game. Same brain today. But I don't today. want to do something like Ch- Ultimate Chicken Horse. I want to do something more similar to... Ultimate Chicken Horse is a little side-scroller game where you play as little aminals that are doing little platforming challenges. And mm-hmm. then once everybody has done the round, everybody gets to put in one obstacle to make mm-hmm. the chi- platforming mm-hmm. challenge more difficult. What I want to do is something... It's a very good game, and more people should play it. Yeah, but that's very not fun. what I want to be doing. Yes. I want to do a third-person platformer and combine it with something more akin to um, Minecraft or Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. I want there to be a builder element. Maybe like Halo. Halo's uh-huh. a good example. Oh, like Sandbox Halo. Okay. 
Okay. Oh my God, you're taking. But we're me trying back. to make the levels safer and more OSHA compliant. And so, whereas in Halo, you might have giant things like big block and wall, you'll mm-hmm. be able to place things like staircase and guardrail. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to figure out like what is the gameplay loop of. So it's just like. You are you are the person running towards this obstacle, and you are presented like a a pit or something. You need to figure uh-huh. out. You as the player need to assign something that makes that OSHA compliant. Yes, we need to make it safe for lemmings. So you're going to be seeing a giant crazy level that's got spike pits. It's got a big lava okay. pit that you have to jump okay. over, and then it's got like a swinging axes that are going. And so you have to like walk, make sure that the lemmings go through one at a time, so that not two of them don't try to go through the swinging axes and they both get hit and die. Mm-hmm. Can obviously I, there's a lot of OSHA violations here. Can what I give is you, your? Can I give you like a, a kind of a shifting pitch, but still building on what you're saying? I yeah. was I was picturing this more as like a two player game where one person. Do you remember in Portal Two that one section of the game? Where one player has to stand and, like, press a button to maneuver, like, the platforms up or down while the other player navigates through that, like, little, like, box section. And if, like, the person presses the button at the wrong time, the person inside that box can get crushed or will accidentally fall on spikes. Things like that. I'm picturing you are the guy in the box and I am the person standing and looking at the level as a wide. And I, my job is, is I need to identify what obstacles are in violation of OSHA and which ones aren't. Because I need to, uh, but here's here's the gimmick of the game though. Some of these spike pits are OSHA compliant. Some of these uh, like leaky flame pipes are OSHA compliant because there is a margin for like acceptable error, just like there is a margin for how much bugs can be in peanut butter. Did you know that? It's kind of fucked up, actually. Blake, uh, what's he, your favorite OSHA violation? Uh, all of Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka okay. is a Willy Wonka is a great fucking example of just a walking OSHA violation. Just like my favorite oh, OSHA violation was at one of my previous jobs where we had very heavy things on the second story, but oh. we didn't have a forklift that was tall enough to get any of those heavy things. So we lifted up the one forklift with the other forklift so that we oh, could get the heavy things from the Jesus top balcony. Christ. Right. You're talking about like real ass OSHA violations. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite real OSHA violation? Oh, because God, mine I was the super my favorite OSHA violation was the super forklift. The super forklift. The five lift. The, the, <laughs> the five lift, even though it's only like eight, it only makes... Actually, wait a second. Why is it called a... F- oh, because it has a fork. Because uh, it has forks on the front of it. I, That's fine. Was, you got there, No, bud. I know. I was thinking... No, 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 no. I was thinking like the, op- the, the, the first part of fork, as in four. Like it's four, four items, and I'm like, oh, but there's only two items, and then I got to the... The fork part. Um, uh, <coughs> Another one of my favorite OSHA violations was I worked at a different place with a forklift that we were supposed to do a little checklist of the forklift before yeah. we drove it every day. Yeah. Um, but this forklift failed just about everything on that checklist. <laughs> and we would all just sort of agree like, yeah, just go ahead and write down that it's a problem and then drive that forklift anyway. Jesus and nothing Christ. ever happened about that forklift. And I used it every day for four months. Wait, AJ, I didn't know this about you. Are you... Li- are you forklift certified? Yeah, but aren't you? Uh, uh, no, I've never had to. I've never had That's to. That's so to, to fucking slum embarrassing. Like hey, know. Blake, you can lie on the internet. I am forklift <laughs> certified, which is what makes me objectively better than you. But you okay. didn't have to admit that to the world. <laughs> no, because if I lied, you would have called me out. This is a lose lose situation. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Coming back to the game now. So. Our, I'm try, I think the gimmick of it is for the, the record. I am forklift is, certified, so I do want to clarify that I was not. I did not take part in the five lift. That was that was something that happened before I became forklift certified. Oh, good thing you mentioned that because like the OSHA was listening in on this episode, and they were going to revoke your your uh, forklift certification if you didn't yeah. didn't admit to that. So good, good call. Good I call. did drive the forklift that the wheels were going to fall off though, and that was kind of cool. Christ. And I enjoyed that forklift a lot. I almost because you never drove knew. It. 
You never knew if you were going to get off the forklift if you started. Once you got on, you might have not gotten off of it. So there's like a the forklift is going to lift me into heaven. (laughs) I keep thinking. Speaking of forklift certified, a meme that keeps making the rounds on my Twitter for some reason. It's um fucking uh, what's the guy from Wreck It Ralph, the little builder dude. Um, and it has like the tall blonde woman in like the mech armor, like standing right uh-huh. behind him, and she has his hands on his shoulders, and she's like, "So you're forklift certified, huh?" And I'm just, and he just has this, <laughs> this, this very panic look on not him. Not to be mean, it's so I would funny. Be very surprised if that little plumber was forklift certified. Why? Because he wouldn't work in a warehouse. He's a plumber. Why would he need a forklift? He isn't a plumber. He's a he's a builder. He's a repair person. I mean, a carpenter, oh. if anything. Yeah. Carpenters still don't forklift. Carpenters are for, like, flooring well, and shit. Uh, no. How do you think How do you think all of the materials that needed to do carpentry gets to the work site, brother? From how a warehouse it, how, worker. No, how does it get off of the truck? That That's carried... not his job. That little guy's union. <laughs> That's not his job to get it off the trucks. <laughs> Okay, I I I you're, I guess you're right. That motherfucker's not forklift certified, is what I'm saying. I, I mean, can we make a forklift certification game? A forklift? I mean, if you want, like that's what this. Ge- a f- okay, a, a forklifting platforming all of my game. OSHA, I'm realizing that all of my OSHA experience is directly tied to how often I get to drive forklifts. That makes sense because I feel like out of all of the warehouse things out there, I feel like the most accidents I hear are forklift related. Of, like, this person drove their forklift into a rack and the rack fell down on them. There's or... just a confidence that you get when you're in a forklift. You so... know what I mean? You don't know what I mean. You don't experience the the forklift high. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I stole a forklift key once as a child. <laughs> so I'm like... You... I'm, so I'm you like, hear the call to I'm gra- I'm, I'm, gra- I'm Grand Theft Forklift Certified. Big deal. It's, you know, I'm street, I'm street forklift street certified. <laughs> Um, but yeah no i taking i i like this i like this so coming back to the original game submission it's a a platforming game that's all about forklift puzzles so yes uh, yes yes. so we have to figure out um how do we combine the making things osha compliant and forklifting because it may be so it's going to be a lot of little puzzles that like you're going to maybe it's something where Person A solves puzzle. Person okay. B then watches me solve that puzzle, and you have to be like, it's crazy that AJ lifted two forklifts uh, mm-hmm. and did a little five forklift stack. He actually added a third forklift. That's nuts. Are you saying and this then is a multiplayer like, game okay, where, we can, where a team of three people, not four, three, because three's in this year, three people get, this year. three people all have their own forklifts that they can bedeck and style out the way that they want, and give them certain stats and upgrades as the game goes on, uh, and then you solve puzzles with them. Or maybe you don't do upgrades. This kind of feels I'm like a I'm just trying to find situation. the push and pull of fixing the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. like, the, if, if, a puzzle, if the first puzzle is you have to lift up one forklift to grab the super high thing, then OSHA's going to introduce what? A I, ramp? Probably how about, not. How about this? How about this? So this is going to be a four-player game. Three people are three people are like the forklift drivers. And then, you know what they always say about like ocean investigators? They always have a what a manager on site that the fourth player is going to be the one with the clipboard that can order things for the forklift people to use. Or they can call out like, hey, this thing is an OSHA certified or they can be the person that communicates, hey, this is what needs to be done. The three of you do it, please. And they put in order they put in POs for like. Okay, so I they need to carry they, a bunch of wood to make a bridge. Let me order the wood for them. Uh, so it's like they this would have worked really well with like uh, the Wii U because imagine like the Wii U uh, thing. Being the Wii U like would have their own screen where they're able to add clipboards and add their own complications. Yes. Because yes. I think the other thing is that the OSHA the OSHA representative wants to make sure that nothing bad happens on site. Yes. The people that work there are who just need to make sure that the job happens under the time limit. Oh, that's good stink. That's really good stink. So they're kind of, they are playing against because each other, that's but they the do thing need about each the other. OSHA violations. I the reason why I drove the horrible forklift that would that did not have a brake was because I needed a forklift all day and 
I needed somehow to carry all of the big jugs of water everywhere that I was going. Because mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. alternative would have been walking in. I don't know. I try <laughs> to use a non I try to use a busy good forklift like every like two minutes like for like two minutes at a time in between like four hour shifts. Yeah. To move I'd, a jug of water. I'd, ra- That's I'd rather never break gonna ocean happen. violation than Yeah, you break the ocean that. violation to get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> and so the OSHA representative is there to tell to add in rules and be like, ah, ah, ah you can only do this with two forklifts. And then okay. the puzzle is now that the team has to be like, can we do it? How do we mm-hmm. do this? Okay. So it's like it has like the building mechanics of of uh what's it called? Uh uh the 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 the, the donkey game that you mentioned. Fuck, why am I blanking Ultimate on it? Chicken Horse. Ultimate Chicken Horse, um, where one person is kind of like sees the level as a wide, and they are OSHA. They are the person buying supplies for the forklift people to use. They are the ones kind of dictating the challenges. And maybe that person's randomly selected each level. So, like, there's this constant, like, who's going to be the one that the three of them are against? And yes. maybe it's, like, kind of like a race of some kind, of, or it's, like... Who's going to be it just who's gonna be the one that wins? Is it going to be the forklift team the team of forklifters or the OSHA the OSHA man? Does the OSHA person get points if the workers fail the time limit? I think it's that if they because make then I, the push pull could be trying like the OSHA representative trying trying to think about what hacks and OSHA violations the people would do to speed run emission so yeah. we would have to give the forklifters lots of different tools that they could use that mm-hmm. are against osha regulation so in yes. the example of the very tall yes. thing i would put an explicit rule that says you cannot stack forklifts <laughs> and so now the forklift team has to think of a different strategy and they're can like I, oh that's fine can i ask we you have something a, really quick we have a fun strategy where we tip over the racks very slowly with 14 people When you did the super forklift at your work, at your real ass work, did they just, did they just lift it or did they like strap it down to the forklift at all? Or like, they made sure that the forklift, forklift's weight was really far back. Okay. On the forks of the other forklift. I love that. I, I kind of, I love the idea if they did like ratchet strap it down, like that would make a difference. You know what I mean? Like it's like no that that <laughs> well, thing's no, no. like they that thing's like two that... fucking tons like no <laughs> I can assure you they weren't worried about the forklift falling out falling over that it was going to be coming downward speed. no matter what that, what that... they were worried about was making sure that it that it was like balanced correctly what and the, fuck God the guy who must have been in the second forklift that was in the air had to have had a death wish because like you realize if anything goes wrong like anything goes wrong that guy dies. Like that guy, oh, that no, guy's no, dead. Hey, Blake, there wasn't a guy in the second forklift. What? Why not? So for so okay, the high for the, we're going to have to do the high forklift and the lower forklift. Okay, high forklift lifted the forks on it and set it to a certain setting, and then turned uh-huh. off the forklift. Okay, then hopped out of the forklift. Forklift two d- grabbed the forklift and then lifted that one up. Mm-hmm. So that nobody had to be in the high forklift, oh, okay, and then positioned okay. it so that they could grab the, put the forks on the floor ish of the second story. We were able to put <laughs> the heavy things onto that, and then we lifted it up, moved it down, put the first forklift down. Jesus. Then somebody got back into it, turned it on again, and brought those forks down. Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, like, this this it is would have been stupid and risky to put a second person in the forklift. <laughs> I love I love this because this is very insightful. I th- this is good because it's very insightful. I think to operate a forklift in this game, it needs to be as convoluted and like the controls need to be one to one. That way, it's not like they can they cannot speed run because or you if they do get speed forklift run, certified in this game. That's what I'm thinking. Is like, what if this was like. I, I, you don't like this is going to be an awesome. This is a comparison. forklift workshop. This is where you're allowed to do stupid things. And yes, make yes, yes. Do you remember back in the '90s how like the military would use like first-person shooters as like a form of training and shit like that, and how they created yes. like their own versions of? I want to do that, but like for forklift certification. So like this is a game that we can actually pitch to 
the forklift certification service who forklift OSHA. certifies you is it osha i thought it was yeah. like its own union thing i don't know no. oh okay i guess damn osha's got their fingers in everything i guess maybe we should fix that Does you know OSHA i'm not have really a monopoly sure what legal, safety? What legal fuck- branch i was like registered through but i was certified to operate the forklift uh, you were <laughs> Are you sure you got certified, or it's just like you went up to your boss I and it's like, on my hey, hat to prove it. Oh, you. <laughs> I, I. I wonder if your Don't boss you just dare. got you. Don't you dare mock the sanctity brother, of stickers brother, on your heart, brother. Brother, if your boss was willing to let to a forklift lift another forklift, I. No, I, that, I feel uh, like no, I didn't get certified at that job. The double forklift oh. p- workplace was not where I even got a was forklift that... certification. Oh, that was afterwards. So you got your certification, went to this new job, and they were like, oh, you're forklift certified. Where I had a hard hat, and they said, well, if you have a hard hat, you can drive whatever the fuck you want. But let's make sure that you know how to drive this thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was safe. I had a hard hat, and that's I had a so sticker funny. that proved I was allowed to drive the that's forklift. So funny. Okay, so I, I, taking from real life experiences again, the game starts out like your characters, whoever's playing the forklift, are actually outside their forklift and have to walk to the work site. So you need to make sure you gear up at the beginning of every level. So you get a hard hat. Yeah. What do you, you need? Toe straps, bungee straps, hard hat, flashlight. Yeah. Yes. Because again, maybe, we're going maybe to be it's... looking for all sorts of OSHA violations. It's going to yeah. be a question of how many racks are you allowed to climb on to get things mm-hmm, in time. Mm-hmm. But I'm also and thinking then we'll maybe have, like, there's fun a little jumping element. puzzles as we climb around the racks. Well, what if there? What I'm trying to think too is like, what if there's kind of a tool element, like at the beginning of uh, or in like phasmophobia games, where you start off in the truck and you can be like, who's taking what? Uh, may, everybody make sure you got a camera on you. Everybody make sure you got like, uh, uh, uh what is a flashlight, things like that. But then there I think are like, I thought of my, a different favorite OSHA violation. Oh, tell me. Um, there was a time that I was doing a transmission swap on a vehicle with my father in our garage <laughs> and transmissions are very heavy in order to kind of lift up to what you want to put them in so you could guide them, uh, over like all the piping and the rods and things. Mm-hmm, but me and mm-hmm. my dad didn't necessarily have a way to lift up the car super tall and certainly not a way to lift up the transmission very tall. Mm-hmm. So instead what we did is we took, t- <laughs> we took toe straps and ran oh the toe straps God. to the rafters of the of well no not the rafters we ran them through the sunroof of the car and then around the hood and then used that as leverage to tow strap around the bottom of the uh transmission and then we would ratchet the toast we would ratchet the straps like the ratchet straps like tick 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 Tick, 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 tick. And we used that to lift the transmission oh. off the floor <laughs> using oh. the car itself as leverage. And then we were able to slide it into where it needed to and fasten it all down. Why didn't you just go get a fucking... Why didn't we just go get a five fifteen grand machinery operation to lift up an entire vehicle? Yeah, Blake, that's what you sound like. Come on, man. <laughs> We were two guys listening to the AM radio with a couple of sodas. All we had had was a really noisy FM radio that had a lot of static, a transmission, and a dream. Jesus Christ, that's that's terrible. Okay, okay, okay. I really want to put a pin in this. This one has no potential. I want to. I want to do. I want to cover at least one more game. Um. Okay. 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 This one comes to us on Twitter from April Showers. Wed the beast devours in your eyes. Good rhyming. Uh, at dust in your eyes. Celebrity chef knife skills simulator VR. If you cut yourself in the game, you cut yourself in real life. AJ, <laughs> I have a dream. I have I spe- you dreamed of being OSHA certified. You achieved that, and ever since you achieved that, it has made me want to pursue my dream that I have had since this morning. I want to be able to <laughs> cut celery and cut di- dice onions on a professional level, and I want to develop the game that will teach me how to do that. Here's the thing, though. I only learn through failure and through intense physical pain. I want to strap <laughs> knives to my switch controllers and I have to learn how to coordinate and dice with them. Or better yet, sorry, they said VR. I want to strap knives to my VR 
And at, it, the gimmick is, is that it's trying to teach me how to place my hands exactly where it needs to be. And like each level is like a different thing that needs to be cut because everything needs to be cut in a different way. You cut onions in a different way. You cut uh, you uh, or your whole onions. You cut di- you dice onions. Sorry. Or you cut tomatoes. Blake, time out. Yeah, what's up? I'm over here lost in a mental image giggling at myself. I yeah, need you to picture it with me. Yeah. Close your eyes. Imagine uh-huh. somebody in the VR setup. They have those funny little ring hands. They have a big fucking go- the big VR goggles. Yep. Now, yep, st- yep. now strap knives to the end of those stupid VR paddles. Yeah. You it's... look like <laughs> you look like a loser terminator. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, you're like a walking Remember when Cyberpunk 2077 walked uh, launched and there was like all those Im- images of like a machete duct taped to a chair and it just had cyberpunk 2077 logo it's just that it's just that dude oh <laughs> but no no like you you have knives you have really sharp ass knives but uh, that uh, attached to your vr controller but uh, each level's different but here's the thing this is how we get that intense pain every once in a while your vision in the vr headset is going to go black so now you need to go off of muscle memory now you need to know how to chop that's where you cut yourself that's where mistakes happen that's where like your knives touch and then they do that that cool thing that happens in x-men where he like touches his his claws together very gently and they spark it's it's that sharp it's that fucking cool um yeah i don't really have anything else for this game other than that (laughs) Other than that mental image of just VR with knives strapped to it. VR. <laughs> but it's like, it's really <laughs> like shittily duct taped. <laughs> like this is, this is like something somebody would do. This doesn't feel like, this feels like we make the game. And then somebody on Reddit came up with the idea of strapping real knives to their VR, to their VR <laughs> handles with just duct tape and hot glue. Okay. All right. Let's think, how can we make this? even more interesting let's think about knives knives uh after you use them you need to sharpen them so maybe there is like between levels you need to figure out how to sharpen your knife um so but you also need you still have another knife what do you know about celebrity knife cutting skills blake because everything that i could know about chef knife culinary (sighs) talents comes explicitly from the battle manga where the dudes cook instead of punching each other that the really horny one where people eat food and their clothes fall off yeah are we making a game for that? Are you? Are we well, impressing I'm somebody with our that knife I don't, skills? Oh, no, look, I'm just look. I'm just using anime to point out that I don't know fuck all about knives. Uh-huh, like I uh-huh. own cool knife, but that's a pocket knife, not I a cutting own knife. Cool knife. I don't know anything about chef cool knives. Uh, chef knives. Uh, so what the uh, the thing is, or more with specifically, them. the talented bladesman work that goes behind the knives. So so here's the thing that I I know. Also, I I don't I, know I, what kind of martial knife skills i figured uh, i figured Ramsey out how uses i figure out i figured out how we're going to evolve this game but really quickly chef do chefs have do- knife dojos uh no but i know like after watching hell's kitchen i guess like knife skills is something that people specifically train in um yeah i mean if like there if there's like schools for sushi chef stuff which is all about like fine cutting and fine knife work i would assume that there are schools and that teach that's that. what I'm saying is this, yeah. are there different houses of knife martial arts like oh, is most, there like oh, oh yeah you don't like, like obviously you, the sushi chef but what yeah. about like is there like a soup cutting technique that I don't know about and it's like oh you you you're not cutting those for yeah soup. like yeah a dicing technique that it makes it palatable for soup because you wouldn't want like big chunks of fucking broccoli in your cheddar and broccoli you want like i i disagree i do want chunks in my cheddar and broccoli that's how i know it's broccoli you're built i mean you'll know it's broccoli by how it tastes it doesn't need to be shaped like broccoli to taste like broccoli it's just broccoli (laughs) also now that hold on wait a minute yeah, I don't up? know if I've ever had broccoli soup, broccoli and cheddar soup that I actually remembered eating broccoli. Like, it's just the little floaty bits. Yeah, How it's finely just like, is that thing chopped? Oh, probably pretty probably pretty finely because it is only like the tops of it. I hardly ever get the stalks. It's just like it seems like they cut off the – We the, should the, put the, the stalks the tre- in cheddar and broccoli soup. 
you know, like I, I, I could be down. I, I wouldn't mind a little chomp, a little bite. But here, here's, here's the game. Coming back to the game. Coming back to the game. I think this game starts off as you are just doing simple chopping. But this is a game to train you how to be one of those guys at a Benihana's. With the ones that do like the sick tricks with their spatulas. There we go. Yes. So you it's like figured it out. It's you're the adding more danger. There's more potential for you to cut yourself, to hit yourself, to like accidentally drop things. The idea I, is because I was just yeah. about to say like I've chopped a lot of onions, and usually I do the little technique where I hold the one side of the onion. But mm-hmm. how, that would be very difficult to do if I had two fucking knives, knives strapped, strapped, strapped to, your, to my strapped hands. to your hand at all times. Guess what? When yeah, you're trying, but when the Benihana's to... people, they have knives in their hand all the time. I can't yep. imagine a Benihana's without two knives in their hand. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's frightening how comfortable I feel around somebody with two knives at all times <laughs> in a Benihana's. <laughs> it helps that I'm usually very drunk in a Benihana's. I've never been still, to a Benihana's. I'm so upset. I've always wanted wait, to go. Have you not? I've never been to one of those places where they do the tricks. I've seen it in movies, and I'm like... I, I one image that will always stand out to me. It's uh I think it was it was uh Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. There's that scene where they're in a Benihana's and I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. And I'm I just I've never gone. I've always wanted to go. Like, let's go to Benihana's. Let's go to fucking Benihana's. Come down to LA and 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 come hang out with me at a Benihana's. We'll get drunk. Done. Yeah, boy. Okay. Okay, okay. So do you want to give me a third game? Another I'll give another you a third lightning. game. Hell yeah. <laughs> give it to me give it to me this comes from rolled ford on reddit power tosh simulator power toss tosh to- as in tosh.0 power, power tosh simulator power tosh what is power tosh this is a play on the joke power wash simulator oh. and so we've replaced wash with tosh as in tosh.0 now is the joke funny. Now if I say power tosh simulator, are you chuckling now? Is this of, Wait a minute. Is this just This a, is just the ridiculousness, isn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say this is just like any fucking react in a weird media. way if you think about it. Rob Deerdick's ridiculousness is just a to- tosh.0 if you replace the energy set. that tosh.0 brings but introduce the idea that a power washer brings. Yeah, I hate ridiculousness. I don't know how it to explain so... it, but Rob Deerdick does radiate power washing energy, doesn't he? Like, how? something about him just feels like a pressure washer. Because, like, Tosh.0 is just a hose of the internet. Ridiculousness's Rob Deerdick feels like a pressure washer in the way of, like, he doesn't need to, but he's going to be making everything more extreme. Oh, yeah, I could tell you why. Because he had the show Rob Deerdick's, like... Fantasy Factory. He also had fantasy. Like he, yeah, he had he had Robin Big before that. Rob Deerdick has the energy of a man that could bust out a cartwheel at any time, which is the same energy that a pressure washer gives me. I wish I hear this is going to be kind of. It sounds like I'm going off topic, but I I feel like I feel like Rob Deerdick could have been a better Elon Musk. Like, just a guy with a lot of... <laughs> he could have been a rich guy that we rooted for. Is that what you're proposing? Yeah, he could have been, like... Imagine if he just kept going with the I fantasy think Elon factory Musk thing. Thinks he's ro- I think Elon Musk thinks he's robbed your deck. Yeah, because, like... Despite never having touched a skateboard or a hat. Yeah, but it just imagine, like, a guy with all the money of Elon Musk, but he's like, yeah, I'm going to build a giant cardboard fort that people ride go-karts around, which is something that Rob Deerdeck did uh, with Freddie Wong for a video. Uh, it's it, just imagine that Rob Deerdick is the kind of rich weirdo that we need more of, huh? Yeah, like, he's kind of like all suck, but Rob Deerdick seems weird in the right way that you should be if you're rich. He, see, he had he a TV seems... show where he just used way too much money to break a bunch of different Guinness Book World of Records. Yes, seemingly like, for shit no like reason that. other than to do it. He yeah, got a horse, shit like that's not funny. He wanted a pony because people but because still get it would paid. Make good television. Yeah, because like, and uh, it's also like he's not hoarding the money, which I think is like the big difference difference he there. probably like, is he is still rich and like fundamentally yeah. there's a problem there but i like to think that he's too dumb <laughs> to know what he's doing yeah. i yeah i i mean i guess isn't this just mr beast because mr beast is also very much he he is not i don't know if you knew this but he like does not like having money 
he's like gone on record. He's like very he anytime he gets a lot I of money. I would also go around saying that I hated money if I had a lot no, of money. No, but no 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 no, but that's why he's spending like 12 million like dollars on a YouTube video. It's because he just doesn't want that. Like it's 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 very fascinating because it's also because he's Mormon and Mormon have Mormonism has like a different opinion on like uh consumerism and and the and having money and things like that so it's it's very fascinating to see somebody with that much influence and making that much money off of their content and then just immediately not wanting it and just just wanting to do dumb wild shit i think he misses the mark sometimes but i see what you mean like he's using a lot of his money for good for interesting stuff misses the mark sometimes for experiences Oh, I mean, Mrs. oh yeah. Mark really bad sometimes. I mean, really yeah. kind of hated the day where he said I released a bunch of people into a mall and I hunted them with Nerf guns for sport. That weirded me out a lot. But why? I think I That's kind of funny. I would do that with my homies. Are you kidding me? That it's just he didn't do it with homies. He did it with strangers and told them that if they lived, he would give them a million dollars. That's kind of funny. It I was do... by it was by the numbers. Rich people hunting poor people for sport. Yeah, um, but it's a Nerf gun, so it's... F- How many times have I hunted you with a Nerf gun, AJ? Or you hunted <laughs> me with a Nerf gun? Like, I... I look, I, I get it. It really has that... Uh, what's that one fucking book about, like, uh, humans are the most dangerous game, and it's just the fucking rich, like, philanthropist who's like, I released a man on my island, and I'm hunting him now on the island that I bought. Yes, <laughs> it, it does It does have that energy. But it's also, like... It's, it's fun in games. Like it's it's a fucking. Nerf it feels gun. ironic enough that he has to know that it's a joke. I see what you mean. Oh, like it, I okay. I I you're you're. I I didn't consider. But is he this aware isn't a joke. It? This motherfucker saw Squid Game and then made Squid Game in real life. That's where I'm saying he misses the mark. Yeah, but sometimes. how many people did Squid Game? Like I no. I I. 100% understand why because like I went to VidCon and I did the cookie challenge. It's just fun. It's fun to see if you would survive these challenges. Like it I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm being like a a, 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 a sympathizer with like with rich people. I very much not, but like I don't know. I feel like there's a difference between Elon Musk's level of just just mediocrity and stupidness with money and Mr. Beast's like I'm going to build a giant gumball machine and you can go over there and win a prize if you open one of I my giant gumballs. I guess I do prefer gumball. that over the weird space race. Yeah, yeah you're right. It, 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 it is different. It is different. Like needless to say, like rich people Hey, are whatever popular. happened to Tosh.0? Was he another Comedy Central guy that got arrested in the early aughts? I know that I... they're like a dime a dozen. It's a real grab bag. Here's the thing that I'm noticing about Tosh.0, which is like the most ironic and funny thing. He had a problematic energy on the show, but from my understanding is it's like him as a person was a decent guy. Like he didn't do anything bad. He was just like, yeah, I'm going to be an asshole on my show, but like in real life, I'm going to be a hardworking individual. Um, He definitely... Like, I don't know if you've watched any of his stand-up. His stand-up has not aged well. Uh, Lots of just, like, <laughs> lots of, like, you know, two, early 2000s making fun of gay people things. Not great. Not great at all. Um, But, like, yeah, I, I don't think he, like, harassed anybody or like he's not a, he ha, he uh, hasn't been arrested and he hasn't gone on twitter doing some sort of racist tirade so he's doing better than other people <laughs> we give him credit for that he didn't he didn't he didn't say something really problematic and then take a swig of you who chocolate milk uh re, as of recent <laughs> so like so he, he's 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 okay i guess <laughs> anyway um what I wonder what it feels like to be Tosh.0 to watch the tiny skateboard man absolutely steal your shit. Yeah. Tosh.0 <laughs> was doing a TV show for a long time. He's like, yeah, I, I make jokes I, on the about I make jokes about people. viral videos. Yep. And then a little, like, five-foot-nothing dude that's going to do a cartwheel at any moment who has a skateboard with him at all times showed up. And he's like, whoa, I'm going to do what you do. But louder. <laughs> and then got, and, and, and got in front of a live studio every, audience. <laughs> and then got put on every fucking time slot on cable television. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean Well what here's the thing. <laughs> well no, I, I, I can understand why Rob Deerdeck's like ridiculousness has like more market appeal. Like Tosh Pointo 
Tosh.0 was Having like, a random guest that could come from anywhere from like A-list to D-list celebrities is really fun because he's had he's had people that are like, how's it going? I'm Little John. To like, hi, I was an extra in Star Wars 4. Like, yeah. it's the wildest like genre. It's, w- it's what happens when you got money, bro. The wildest throw of what is going to end up being a guest. What did, where does ridiculousness, like, show? Like, on what network? Because, like, Tosh.0 was Comedy Central. MTV, which... I think? Okay, that makes sense. MTV has major money compared to Comedy Central, I imagine. Um, actually, yeah. are, they, are they owned by the same company? Are they well, both a Viacom company? They're all owned by the same company, dog. I don't know. I maybe. I, I. 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 Bizarre. Okay. Let's decide our nug. I have to say it's our OSHA violation game. I think it's uh, our OSHA violation asymmetric game where one person plays on the Nintendo Wii U and establishes <laughs> rules that the uh, that the contenders are not allowed to break. It is a bunch of physics puzzles, and it's like objective-based puzzles. You know, deliver uh-huh. this to some space. Don't break any OSHA violations. Yeah, but, yep, do but you also got to load up at the beginning of the level uh, for potential OSHA things that you don't know if you have, like, the correct tools for. That's why you have to improvise, because you might have not yeah. taken the right tool with you or your hard hat or something like that. And uh, so, like, it might be one thing of, like, this objective is, like, bring glass object from one side of the warehouse to the other. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. normally people would be like, oh, okay, we have to do that in under a time limit, so we'll just go ahead and hop on the forklift and cruise that over. But then the OSHA limiter comes in and he says, up, 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 up. You cannot use the forklift unless you intend to lift something. And so then the players start braincrafting and they're like, oh, you know what? Actually, we could just throw it. If we just throw the glass from like me to you to you, that's an OSHA violation, (laughs) but it's going to get the job done faster. (laughs) Okay, I love that. Playing catch with forklifts. God, you know what this makes me think of, actually? One small tangent. One small tangent. Did you know there is a thing in Vegas where you can pay to just operate like giant like dirt uh dirt uh claw thing or uh, what are they called um uh, excavators and shit like that and what they do is is they you're allowed to play soccer with them with other people and so hey, i'm going to let you in on a little secret Blake uh-huh you could just rent one and do that at your own house too no you need a, you know you would need a permit to do that you, you don't need a permit until the police come and stop you. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it. You are correct. That is the legal way of things here in the United States, our our, our very well-organized country. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. So is each level randomly generated, or is it like – do you roughly do you roughly know? Because I like the idea of it being randomly generated because you don't know what tools you're going to need to bring and you don't know exactly what OSHA violations are already in place that need to be corrected. So maybe but that... I propose to you this. Yes. It is randomly generated. The person that makes the rules gets to go in first. So the, the, the objective and map is generated. The rule regulator gets to go in first and write and establish rules. Okay. Then, okay. The then the workers see the rules, use that to base what tools they grab. Okay. Then the OSHA violator gets to add in one more rule, uh-huh. and then the level begins. Yes, and it's just kind of like seeing like the person who was the uh, the OSHA manager gets this like see their work at play, and that's the satisfaction of it. Well, yeah, watching so the then, other three. Okay, so in the example of objective needs to get from uh, one side of the warehouse to the other as fast as possible. The person, the warehouse person, would go in first, and they would see, oh, all of the racks are in a serpentine shape, and mm-hmm. so they might establish the rule. Rule number one, forklifts are only allowed to be used if you're lifting something up and down. Rule number two being um, if you are in a forklift, you have to be able to maintain eyesight with somebody oh, else. Oh, okay. And then, I- and then everybody would go in and they would pick their stuff. And so at this point, maybe this is when people start grabbing uh, ropes. They grab uh, like... 
okay. gloves, and then they grab a forklift. Okay. And then the OSHA violator or OSHA ruler is able to see what they've grabbed, and they're like, "Hey, new rule: you cannot dangle from the rafters." No, the I no, I think I like your original pitch of it's just they establish the rules, and then they have to see how it plays out for them. But their role does change. They do if somebody puts in a I request. I want OSHA violators to be allowed to establish one – or OSHA rulers to establish one more rules based on the reactions of the choices that the uh, movers made. Okay. Because this yeah, is what's going to make plans. the movers have to start brain like really being ingenious about how they use their tools. Okay. Okay. And that's – and. Basically, that's their way of being able to foil their plans and shit like that. Okay. Correct. Okay. Okay. I dig this. I dig this. I dig this. I dig this. But I do want to add one little thing. I think it would be cool that it, that the OSHA manager's job does evolve. So after they make their one thing, they now are like the person that has to put in POs for resources that the forklift people need. So that way they're, they're still doing something during the game. Um, so it's like, hey... Uh, I need uh, four pieces of of two by four lumber. Uh, it's like cool. I'm ordering that for you. Uh, it's, so there's still a communication that needs to happen. Um, ah, and I see. So they're yeah. still part of the team. Yeah, they're still part of the team as OSHA is because OSHA is on our side, AJ. Even when we think they're not, OSHA is here to protect us and make they sure are people here to aren't protect us at the end of the day. They're not trying to make us lose our jobs. They're just trying to make sure that we're doing things safe. So yeah, trying no to make trying to make sure you don't do double forklift on the daily. Jeez. <laughs> it wasn't on the daily. It was one time and it it was a whole operation to make sure we did it safely. Uh I'm I'm sure it was. I'm sure it wasn't just hey just put the forklift on another forklift and then they just did it and then it and it all worked out so you guys were just oh i guess i guess we're okay though i've seen some crazy stuff i like i i fuck with double forklift i would never fuck with ladder on a forklift would you fuck with triple forklift no <laughs> yeah ladder on a forklift now that one's that that's asking for like trouble because like if you shift too much a leg goes over the edge and it's like yeah you're that's fucked. what i'm saying you're fucked you're absolutely like a broken like i think this is a game we just have to figure out the name for it is it just forklift certified like get a uh can i propose all for one and forklift all all for one and forklift all (laughs) sure why not i do i do love the long naming conventions the just dumb long naming things i'm for it (laughs) that's a game baby that's a game let's go to patch notes let's go Hey, everybody, before you click off, click on that leave a review button. It would mean the world to myself and my co-host, AJ Hart. It helps us stand out on the iTunes algorithm, and it feeds the ever-growing ego of the spiritual successor brand and company. So please leave a positive review on Spotify or iTunes. With that being said, we'll leave the show off here today. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.